Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey, Burke and I are here to welcome you back to part two. Welcome to the law firm of Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. Go ahead, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit back and listen. You know what's funny about this? What? Marillion plays this in their concert. Really? Yep. Steve Hogarth doing the yodeling. I was just like, is Marillion really doing Hocus Pocus? <laughs> Sports update. Tidbits. I'm so excited. 
In the bottom of the third, Texas Rangers 10, Arizona Diamondbacks 0. That's good, right? It's not like golf. It's the other way around, right? Okay, so my my AGM knows that I'm a sports freak, and I just got a text from him. All it says is, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's that's like a – it's not a score. That's like a – Nart getting stomped out at a biker rally. Jesus. Uh, uh, they can uh, put Chapman in. Finish the sentence, damn it. Who's Chapman? Uh, Chapman's one of the reliever pitchers for the Texas Rangers. And, I mean, the guy... The guy can throw 105 miles an hour. Damn. The problem is that he, you don't, Swan can't aim. You don't know which Araldus Chapman you're going to get. <laughs> he's either going to strike everyone out or he's going to allow seven runs. You just don't know. Kind of like um, the cardiac kids, huh? Yeah. It's, uh, it's, so, so the text I sent him back was, uh, uh, damn, that's big. Put Chapman in. Don't care now. <laughs> <laughs> we have a buffer. You uh, like seven guys go. We're still good, you know? My God. That's that's huge, dude. That's huge because if they win this game, we'll be up three to one. That means that we could actually win the World Series in Arizona. Now I want to go to game six so that they're back here in Texas. But dude, so they're in the series right now. Last week yeah. or last time I was listening, it was like they were in the playoffs. Yeah. So they are this is the this is the series, right? This is the World Series. This is all right. This is for all the money, people. Um, and and I'm game three. They're up ten to nothing. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty uh, baller. Game, game four. This is oh, game okay. four. Uh, we were up two to one in the series, so we won two, lost one. Uh, uh, as long as they don't fuck up badly, they're gonna yeah. be three to one. It's it's about it's about to happen. And the magic number's four. You only have to win four. I want them to win the fourth one here in Texas though, so that <laughs> I'm so that I can be there. <laughs> Tickets six hundred dollars for the I, cheap I, seats. I was gonna guess five, so I was close. yeah all right sir um what do you have you want to tell you want to tell stories you want to do my stuff shit we can do we gotta tell stories (laughs) all right i i can't oh you know this is hard because this is this is their kid 
There's, uh, if you want to know about your mom, I mean, come on, Kyle. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he kind of knows. Yeah, he's been around. I mean, he sees what's going on. He's probably got a clue. Probably has a clue. Um, damn. So keep it. Uh, okay. Keep it okay. Non-sexual. Let's put it this way. Oh, they're all non-sexual. Oh, okay, good. Okay, let's do that then. One's just about how crazy Carl is. That's a whole series. Wait, two of them are... Wait, wait, no, wait, three? No, three. Uh, hold on. Okay. Shit, four? No. Hang on. Four? It might, might be time for this. <laughs> time for the bamboo rub. God. Mm. Yeah, there we go. <sighs> Oh, God, that is so spicy. Mm. All right. So oh, here we, we go. That was, Kyle. They were doing shots of those out of shark, classic sharks at the party. Baby shark. The theme song for Bob. <laughs> All right. So maybe, maybe I'll talk about, I'll talk about. All right, got four stories for you. First one, okay. your father <laughs> is in the Navy. Oh. He's on the West Coast. I think he was stationed at Woodby Island. Um, I'm at the University of Akron. Your mother... Is at the University of Akron. Carl's gone. I'm your father. <laughs> I, I am your father. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so, so I go to a party. I go to a party, and whose house was that at? Dutman. Uh, no, it wasn't Tupman's. This was this was a cast party after a show, and for Tina the, Cherry for the light. It wasn't Tina. I think who who was the Linnell? no? Who was the big tall guy? Um, he oh, did the uh, commercials for Doctor Scholl's. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he he ripped off the script from uh, the 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 the. the Oh God, David Hedinger. Uh, there you go, David Hedinger. I, I'm pretty sure it was at his house. <coughs> Craig's there. Jenny's there. I'm there. Kevin Head's there. Charles, Charles Shin, all of them. I'm drinking beer having a good time being social to everyone and kyle's mother comes up to me this is this is this is when she was not married yeah she wasn't married yet kyle's mother comes up to me looks at me shakes her bag i know that sound i know that sound very well 
That's nitro. I, I think I know that. See, I know that sound too. It's nitrous <laughs> oxide. Okay. Okay. So she comes up to me and she's like, look, look, opens up her bag. Full case of charges. Whip it. But whip it good. <sighs> I sit back. I'm like, yep, I'm up for it. Let's. Let's go to town. Let's go to kill a couple brain cells. Let's do this thing. Balloon blows up. Put the cracker in your mouth. Suck it in. I did so many whippets in a row that both Jenny and I, Kevin Head comes up to me. He's like, you guys were passed out on the stairs for five minutes. Five minutes. And I was like, no way. <laughs> well, Carl and I did that. Carl like, and you? We were in my Triumph tier six. And he, he sucked a balloon down. Leaned against the door. Being a British car, the door latch was not that great. It popped open. He fell right out onto the curb. He's just out like a light. Like, oh my God. Hey, Carl, you okay? Because <laughs> nitrous is the opposite of helium. Yeah. It lowers your voice. So, like, like you talk to people, and you think, oh, I'm high. I'm hearing this. No, it's just your voice being low because the density of the gas is so low. Well... <laughs> So we're sitting there and uh, uh, Craig came up and he's like, you guys are doing this all wrong. What? I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? So he takes the charger, sticks the canister in, does not, does not crack it yet. Takes a huge hit off of the bong that he had in his hand. <laughs> blows the smoke into the balloon. Cracks it. Fills the balloon with... So now you have nitrous. And weed. And weed. <laughs> at the same time. And I'm, of course, 12 beers in. <laughs> Jenny and I sat on those stairs for about an hour and a half. <laughs> Just sat listening to the world hum. Potato. <laughs> I, just... I didn't know the world vibrated. What the hell? I saw Craig in class the next day. I was ready to kick his ass. I was like, dude, I could not drive home. I'm stuck on a staircase. Jenny, which I, I didn't mind because I, I mean, that's okay. Jenny was I smoking hot in college. I mean, she yeah she was 
but I couldn't move. I couldn't do anything. Uh, I could do anything if I wanted to. My God, I, Kyle, I wish I could tell you the story about Craig's funeral, but no, nope. that can't happen. All right, so the next story. This is okay. this is a Carl story. <laughs> Uber Mini. Uber uh. Mini comes over from England. Uber Mini. Fabulous car. Carl gets a hold of it. Rips every bit of wire out of it. Which, when you're talking about a British car, is not necessarily a bad thing. However, his designs for that car... Well, here was was the, the quickie question that I had for him. Hey, you disconnected the wires from the ignition. Do you remember what colors went where and where they went? No. Now, back then, we didn't have internet like we do now. No. There was no Google back then. Uh-uh. I had to go to like six of my friends who were British car enthusiasts before I finally found someone that had a diagram of the wiring for a mini, but it was for a mini that was six years younger. Oh shit. Was that a positive ground? Yeah. Oh oh, shit. No. (laughs) So I had to figure all that shit out myself. So I finally get everything so that it works. And he looks at me and he goes, Oh, you see this console I'm putting in up here? Yeah, I want to put a radio, a CB, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, this car can barely handle what it's got. Like, your spark plugs barely run, and now you want to take half of that power? I'm like, dude, you're the alternator or the generator in this thing? barely makes enough power to recharge your battery and you want to put all this so we go we start wiring okay i'm wiring switches for fucking lights and all kind three days that was there for a lot of it there was one wiring harness Mm -hmm. what was it 36 terminals in the one plastic harness. Mm-hmm. You couldn't fit any, like the wires were, because he did not buy the proper gauge. Right. So you had these ultra thick wires trying to jam into this tiny little plastic rectangle. Yeah, I, I, I kept oh, telling God, it was a nightmare. I kept telling him, this thing is built for 16 gauge wire or 22 gauge wire. Not 12 gauge. 12. <laughs> and I mean, it took it took me three days to finish wiring everything in. I think it was six months later, I get a call from Carl. Hey, how come this doesn't work? Hey, you know, um, this quit working. So I drive out to Copley. And I look, 
And I'm like, why'd you rip everything out? Because <laughs> well, it didn't work. I was trying to add something. So, so <laughs> you, you ripped everything out. Now it doesn't work. And you're calling me. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you ever need help with your car, I'll help you. Fabulous. <laughs> Turned around, looked at him, said I had to go to work and never went back. Now, this takes us to the fucking Isuzu. Oh, I think I remember this story. I had an Isuzu pickup truck, inline four-cylinder. Uh, the thing was, I mean, the thing Bullet. was, yeah, it was bulletproof. It was a fucking rocket, man. That truck flew. Flew so hard that, yeah, uh, after about 250. 40,000 miles, it started doing some really, really fun stuff. Ooh. And I was like, I, I'm getting a lot of smoke. I think I've blown the head gasket. Got to change out the head gasket. I've done it before. It's not, a, it's not the toughest job in the world. Just fiddly? Yeah, really. It's, it, it's not the hardest thing in the world. So Carl says, I'll help you. I'm like, cool. Got, went, bought the head gasket. The head gasket was only $35. Oh, shit. I know. Yeah, wait, I was which, like. Which, which house did he have at this point? This was the. Conestoga? He had the garage with the BMW on the left side. Uh you would go through the garage and it go went straight into his kitchen. Uh, we ate sushi there. This was a smaller house. That okay, was, that was the first house. Yeah. That was the one off of, off of Carl Drive, Sunshine or something that, like that. That was it, yeah. Okay, yeah, that was the first house. Okay. <clears throat> and as a matter of fact, when we were doing this, you came over. I think you were Probably. Gonna, I think you were going to come over and help us, and then you saw what was going on. Um, thought better of it and fucking got out of there. So we go for eight hours and can't get one head bolt out. Why? Ah. Did they all rust after 240,000 miles or? No, I, I think when the engine overheated, because it's an aluminum block and an aluminum head, I think the aluminum swelled and seized up Trapped the bolts. every bolt. Yeah. Oh, fuck. So. Then nope. the we, bolts are steel? Yeah, we, we tried everything. Man, we sat there with it. Don't you have a galvanic response between steel and aluminum? Usually. Oh, good. <laughs> That's much better. <laughs> 
cheapo Japanese, man. You're just supposed to replace the engine. It was like, a, it was well, it's like, like a, old American cars, hundred thousand miles to replace the engine. You're good. It was like a, a, a the engine in that thing, a new engine, a thousand dollars. That's it. Let's see. I was like, it's a throwaway engine. Yeah, at that point, yeah. <laughs> so we sat with an impact gun on the head bolt for an hour and a half straight. We would take turns as to who would hold the gun. My hands up. Take over. Try heating up the block or nothing or what? Fucking Jenny came out of the house and she was like, I'm going to get sushi because I can't stand listening to that thing anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So I spend the night over there and he's like, hey, I got a guy. A guy. Whenever Carl says that to you, get nervous. Hey, I got a guy. Oh, God. Oh, God. So the next day, we go to a Volkswagen uh, repair shop. Volkswagen, Audi, and BMW. That was a place south on Cleveland Maslin Road. Yeah. He, like, loved that place. Like, when he could not figure out his Audi VW problems, he would take it to them. And the kid... The owner was kind of cool. Yeah. Did good work. The kid did crazy fucking work. Oh, just like, wait. oh, dude, like his kid. Oh, yeah. Like did crazy shit to VWs and Audis and stuff. Okay, go ahead. So we get there. The kid's there. Looks at it. It's like, okay. Puts an impact on it for about a half hour. This thing will work. I go to the bathroom. I come back out and I hear a sound that does not sound like it should be working on an engine. Well, he went from the impact to an air chisel <laughs> and, and was gonna basically got a jackhammer for engines <laughs> was gonna knock the top of the bolt off so that we could get the head off drill said, out the bolts and i said oh what, god what the fuck are we gonna do after that and he goes i don't know i haven't thought that through yet <laughs> i kind of Turned, I looked at him and went, please put the valve cover back on. (laughs) That truck made it 383,000 miles. Another 100,000 miles. Good God. I I gave it to my brother at 310,000 miles. And he would call me up and said, yeah, it blows through about a quarter oil a week. Like, yep. Yeah, it does. That, that's good Japanese technology you know it, there. You fill it with oil and you know it's clean. 
I had wrecked that thing enough to where when my brother got it, he would try to drive straight, but if it was raining, the ass end of the truck would just go. (laughs) (laughs) Set out another six inches to the right, because, you know, whatever. I told you, it's NASCAR, dude. (laughs) All right. Last Carl story that I have. And I'm sure that Burke's got some. (laughs) Yeah, but. (laughs) This story was happening right. Well, it would have been my 15th high school reunion. 15th high school reunion. Uh. I came back to Medina. I came back to Medina. Jenny called me because she knew that I was in town. Hey, you want to get together? I said, hell yeah. (laughs) Let's meet at BW3s in Medina. Perfect. I being the gentleman that I am was all excited just to hang out with Jenny, kind of get caught up, you know, eat some good food and, and hang hang out with a friend. Your father, on the other hand, had a different thought of things. Apparently he didn't trust your mother that much because he followed her. Midway through my Cuban sandwich, I look up, and Uncle Carl is walking over to the table at BW3's. I looked at Jane and went, did you invite him? <laughs> she said, no. Okay, it doesn't really bother me. Come on in, man. Have a seat. We're just sitting here talking. (laughs) We sat there for an hour. And Jenny finally looks at me. She's like, "Eh, there you go. I'm like, well, I don't have anything to do until, uh, until my reunion later tonight. What do you want to do, Carl? So we went over to the motorcycle shop across the street, looked at some motorcycles. I kept looking at him going, damn, you're a jealous fuck, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) He just looked at me and laughed. So we came up with a plan. He had the limousine. I was like, which one? Uh, it was the Lincoln, the, Lincoln? Oh, the okay. crystal. I think it was a crystal car. Um, and now I was like, Hey, I've got my reunion tonight. Do you want, I'll hire you. I'll pay you 200 bucks. There you go. You can drive me around. There you go. He was like, sure. So I go to my reunion in a fucking limousine. Carl's walking in with me. I look at the table and I notice that the class valedictorian isn't there. And he looks just like Carl. 
<laughs> I was like, Carl, just take that name tag. Nobody will ever know. Carl, go sit, go sit over there. Carl went through my entire 15th reunion. As your valedictorian? As the school valedictorian. <laughs> then he got paid for it. We had the most popular kid in our school was Jonathan Downing. He was riding around in the limousine with me. <laughs> oh my god. It wasn't until we we went to an after party with Jonathan and a bunch of people and uh we we finally let the cat out of the bag that he he wasn't the valedictorian. <laughs> It's like no, this is Carl, man. I went to college. I went to college with him. (laughs) Everyone looked at me and they were like, "That is funny as shit." (laughs) Because Carl's at my reunion telling stories about his life, and everyone's like, "Yeah, oh my god, that's awesome." Let me guess, he sailed down to the Bahamas on a oh, hand-built boat? Oh, <laughs> he's done everything, man. <laughs> it, oh, my God. It made my reunion fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> I, I just sat there and went, this is fucking hilarious. <laughs> and nobody knows. <laughs> nobody knows that I did this. Yeah. All right. So that was the last Carl story I had. I can't think of any really great ones at the moment. I do remember my wife and I and Jenny and Carl took off in. Oh, God. What was that purple? uh, My wife had a. It was the Chevy product that was in a Suzu. It was a little uh, trooper or a, a, I can't remember what it was. Remember when Chevy was selling the, uh, the Suzu products? Yes. So this was that little SUV and it kind of, it was kind of convertible and everything. So we took off to that. We went to SeaWorld. But they, they sold like three, they had the Suzuki or they had the Samurai thing that was, it was the yeah. Geo, Geo, Geo Tracker. Geo Tracker. Yes. They, they had the uh, Toyota product for yep. Geo. And then there was the Isuzu product. There, there was I, a, no, there was a little Suzuki three cylinder something convertible. No, this was the Geo Tracker. And it was fuchsia and it was okay. stick shift. So we take that. We have the top down for once, go to SeaWorld, and somehow we're in the kids' area. And they have this, I don't know, 40, 50 foot high, like rope ladder thing for kids to climb on. For some odd reason, Carl and I decide we need to go up on that. 
we were in our thirties and it was tough back then. We get to the top and we're just like dying of sweat and we're like, Oh my God, we're going to die. That, that was a good day. I remember my brother-in-law, this was later in life when Carl had the house on Conestoga. Was that the big house? Yes. The big house. And my brother-in-law's bike, um, he had dropped it or something and his his gas tank was a little bent so i take his side panels anything that's paintable on his bike and i take it over to carl's and under okay do you remember where the tv room was yeah on the outside of the house that was kind of like a, a open area we closed it yeah. off with plastic right okay we buy a paint gun we get the same blue that he used for his mini the same dodge viper blue yeah the only thing we don't buy is a mask i'm in there trying to paint this thing and i've got my glasses on right i I like three seconds in i have to leave this paint booth of plastic because i can't breathe my glasses are covered with paint. I'm like, dear God. So we finally go and get an actual respirator and goggles and finish painting this thing. So, yeah, lesson learned. Uh, do not paint with real paint if you don't have a real respirator and real goggles. <laughs> All right. Life lessons. Life lessons with Carl. I don't know if Kyle's going to remember the house on, what was it, Conestoga? Oh, oh, yeah, he will. Absolutely. Okay. Um, Burke and I went to an Akron, University of Akron reunion together. And Kathy showed up. And Kathy showed up. And so did Tina Cherry and uh, uh, who's Spike Hair Girl? Um, Kathy Pepperella. Yes, Kathy. Uh, Along with several other people oh j.a valencheck was there and mm-hmm. uh valerie was there which was Valerie's awesome there. to see was there yeah so we went through this whole party and the party ends and carl steps up and says hey we could all go over to my house i have a sauna like yeah. okay cool all right so we all load up we all head over. I'm excited for a sauna. I, I love a sauna. Um, till I got there. I have never in my life seen so much cat shit everywhere. Everywhere. On the pool table, under the pool table, Every step you took to get to the sauna was full of cat shit. There's like, there were like, what, 10 people there? Um, hey, let me tell you. The, the sauna was full of like bookcases. We had to like unload the sauna just to get into it. Yeah. Yeah, which took an hour. <laughs> so by that point in time. 
None of the women wanted to hop in it. No. No. It was, yeah. I think catastrophe. I, it was a catastrophe. Yeah. I spent the night there. Didn't you spend the night as well? We slept on the floor next to cat poop. Yeah. It was the worst smelling thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, Sorry, Carl. That was not a good story. I'll make that my last story. <laughs> All right. What else do you have? I had not come up with Carl's stories for this event. So I, I, well, I mean, other than the spinning out on 224, which I think we've talked about before, or we have not. 224 in Medina? No, no, no. 77 and 224. No. I mean, 224 goes through Medina. Yeah. Uh, you want to hear that story? Sure. Okay. So. His, this was the first house. We lived across the street from Rudy. I'm living down in Canton on, um, oh, what's that lake? I'm living in a condo on a lake. I have my 89 CRX, yes. which I had just fixed the rear shocks and springs. And then now they were, <laughs> unfortunately, they were competition springs that you could adjust but they were very very stiff and i got stiffer springs also i should not have done both i didn't know any better i was very new into modifying cars didn't know so now this thing drives like a brick he brings down jenny and rudy and we're at the condo in canton and we decide to all go up to akron so there's the four of us. So Rudy decides to drive with me. Now, Rudy had the 928. Right. Porsche had the, the show. You know, he, he drives like Iceman flies an airplane. Cold as a cucumber. Just, just no emotion. Just, you know, like a, like a robot. He's awesome. So it's, Rudy in the passenger seat. I'm driving my car. Carl is in his VW Fox, which is a five-cylinder Audi variant. Okay. Both sticks and everything. We're driving. And, of course, Jenny has the brilliant idea to spout off with the words, no racing. Before we take off, right, we're hauling ass up 77 North. We get to the 224 exit, which is a left-hand exit. Yes. And this is way before they fixed the bridge over 77 and 224. I somehow get ahead of Carl. I'm doing a really high rate of speed. So when you come off the little bit of left hand and you go onto the bridge, there's a good size drop. They just never fix it, right? My super stiff suspension jumps my car up in the air. Now, Carl and Jenny behind me claim that they can see air under my car. 
I land on the front left tire, which blows out. I'm spinning on this curved ramp above 77 South. Rudy and I are quiet, calm, collected. We look at each other slowly and go, meh, and just keep spinning. And eventually, I I tag back taillight and the front bumper, and then eventually we're stopped, pointing in the right direction, and the engine's still running. This is awesome. So I bent my shock in six degrees, blew out the tire, had to replace the back left turn signal and the right front turn signal, went back to Carl's house, fix all this stuff. We, we call the AAA out and they put on my spare tire so I can drive home. And it pulls so badly to one side. It was, it was horrible. But yeah, no racing. We still say that to this day. <laughs> Thanks, Jenny. Thanks, Jenny. <laughs> All right. We should take a time out. All right. That was stories. Stories for Kyle. For Kyle. <laughs> Woohoo! Uh, Next segment, we're going to be going back in time a little bit. You I, have no idea what I'm talking about. Now, but I'll take a little break here. Okay, we'll be back. I remember when, I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. There was something so pleasant about that place. Even your emotions have an echo in so much space. And when you're out there without care, yeah, I was out of touch. But it wasn't because I didn't know enough. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
Welcome back to the Davis and Davis show. A little throwback music there. Mm, buddy. Take me back to the 70s. And with that as the theme for our next segment, Ooh. I have some sounds for you to listen to. Some of them will be easy to figure out. Some are a little tough. But these are, how do I put it? Um, sounds that probably you and I will recognize that kids today may never hear again. Okay. So I need to hit that button and hit that button and hit share. You are sharing computer sound. Beautiful. Alrighty. It's not a, it's not a game show. It's not a competition. I just picked out a bunch of sounds, music and stuff that the kids today probably will never hear, but you may know. So if you know it, let me know. Are you ready, sir? Oh yeah. The first one is that this is probably the worst sound clip I have because it was tough to find anything, but here you go. Listen to this. See if you can figure out what this is. Sounds like Carl trying to start his motorcycle. <laughs> Do you remember having an A-track player in your car? Oh, yes. Yes, the A-track flipping over to the next track. That so. is right. <laughs> and the different A-track players sounded differently, but that was kind of the typical sound there. All right. Now I have a TV sound. Okay. That you'll... You might remember if you listen to late night TV, possibly BBC inspired, listen to this one. Was that the sign off right before the sign off? No, this is English television and you would hear this sound right before you heard this sound. Uh, oh, shit. What the hell was his name? Benny Hill. Yes. So the first sound was the Thames TV intro. And then you go right into Benny Hill. Okay, didn't didn't remember the first one, but I knew Benny Hill. <laughs> All right, this one original something rather. Okay, try this one out. See if you recognize this. And it's back on top again. Make two or three piles. Whatever pile they point to, the card is there. Now, for more fun, take the top card, tap it, and it changes to their card. Place it on the bottom. And they all change to their card. Cut the deck, and they're all different again. Six or 60, you can work TV Magic Cards, the mechanical deck that works all by oh, itself. Oh, that's <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> 
TV mechanical deck magic cards. I remember one ninety nine mm-hmm. with shipping and handling. <laughs> oh. All right. This one I really remember. Uh, and you may not. It would just depended on. This was an NBC series intro. It's got to be a Western. No. Kind of. It's not Wild Wild West. No, no, no. This is later on. Oh, I don't know. I think there may be... There may be talking at the end. Let me go through the whole thing. That was the NBC Mystery Movie Theater. Every week, there was a different show. There was McMillan and Wife. There was Columbo. There were like all these different ones, and they would cycle through year week after week. And they added some shows later on, but like Columbo, McMillan and Wife. Um, there was one that was a a, a guy who was in a cowboy hat and, and forgive me i can't remember his name but yeah all right you really should remember this one should be very familiar so listen to this one spanning the globe to bring you the wide world of sports <laughs> To you by Lincoln Mercury. <laughs> Nobody has more kinds of cars or more kinds of people. See them at the sign of the cat. The Goodyear, makers of the custom steel guard radial tire. And by State Farm Mutual. Almost anywhere you live, there's a State Farm agent nearby. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Good stuff. Taking you back a couple years. Well, I mean, I remember Wide World of Sports. <laughs> All right. See if you remember this sound. Uh-oh. <laughs> Touchstone phone. Internet AOL! They call that the handshake. Is that not amazing that that sound could 
transfer information. I know, right? And, and God forbid somebody in the house picked up the phone. While you were online. You were, oh, you, you were, were fucked. fucked. <laughs> I was just sending an email. <laughs> I was downloading a picture. Okay, this one is the sound effects from a remake of the game. I could not find the original game, but listen to this one. What's that? Oh shit, it was Simon. Yes. <laughs> that was one of the first kind of cool electronic games out there, man. Like you could play with friends. It was kind of cool. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Alrighty. This may be a little before your time. I remember watching this on TV a lot. So listen to this one. As the sun rises each day in the awesome world of the three networks, their generals sent forth the stars to do battle for the ratings that rule the realm. The battle is fierce, but the treasures are precious. But today, the battle is physical and furious. Oh, I know this. The video is hilarious, by the way. Oh, I know this, but I can't remember it. The Battle of the Network Stars is a team competition. So, let's meet the team. <laughs> that was Howard Cosell. Yes, he did all the commentary for Battle of the Network Stars. Do you remember, um, oh God, who was it that was in Black Sheep Squadron? Um, Robert Conrad. Yes. Oh my God. This guy would run a fucking marathon, get done, light up a cigarette on TV. <laughs> Talk about how good his team was. Farrah Foss is in the background like, it's really hard. I mean, Dude, it was the best. Like, if you get a chance, anybody's never seen this, go into YouTube, check out Battle of the Network Stars. It was a trip and a half. They it was used to awesome. make them do some of the weirdest stuff. Oh God, it was like it was like MXC, uh, you know, but way before MXC was popular. All right, going with that theme. Can you remember this sound effect? Bionic Man. 
this. <laughs> How about this is a sound I don't think any I don't think there's any of this around anymore. Listen to this and tell me what you think it is. Uh that's the uh gas bell. Yes, rolling into a gas station. You remember rolling into a gas station back in the day. Oh, what'd yeah. they do what'd they do uh they usually ran out came to your window said what type of gas do you want and you sat in your car the whole time and then they washed your windshield as it was pumping if you were at the sunoco station which was my favorite place to go because they had the pump with the dial so that they could just change what fuel you get um yeah oh yeah man it, i mean it was a full service thing you had your front windshield washed your back windshield washed they would check your oil mm -hmm. they would bring the dipstick up to your window and show it to you they would air your tires up yes i mean and this was and some of them would accept credit cards mm -hmm. and they would take your credit card check Put it on this like slab and do like a rubbing of it. Mm -hmm. Well, most of them had the, okay, if you went to Sunoco, there was a stand in between the two pumps and they had levers to put what price or what, what it cost you for your service. Yep. They chink, 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 and then they would take the handle, pull it sideways, push it back. It would imprint all that onto the, the piece of paper. Onto the receipt. Yes. And you had to sign that, and you got the yes. carbon copy. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a simpler life it was, though. <laughs> all righty. What is this one? Oh, uh, 1970s. All right. Try this one out. Oh, that's uh that was the ABC. No, CBS. Oh, CBS. A CBS special, special. presentation. Yeah. Yes. All right. All right. How about this one? MTV! <laughs> the top of the hour. They always be talking over this point, but... <laughs> Who is the chick from that that... 
She's still around now, but she's got like a really deep, raspy voice. Oh God! There was Martha Quinn. Martha was the Quinn. Little, that was no, her Martha name. Martha Quinn was the younger one. Right. Uh, the one that's still on um, XM Radio. Oh my God! What is her name? Um, oh dear God! I I don't remember her name. Uh, MTV VJ on xm nina blackwood yes she's still on she is still on she has a radio the show 80s. now yeah yep yep Alrighty. Uh, but martha quinn was my f- martha quinn was cute mm. as a button oh my god oh she's got a radio show now mm-hmm. 103.7 fm 80s it's an iHeartRadio station, so if you download the iHeartRadio app, you can actually listen to Martha Quinn every day. <laughs> All right, sir, what do you have next? This is something that kids do not today understand. And if you've ever watched a TikTok about why do millennials had to drink out of a hose, you'll understand this one. It's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? It's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? It's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? It's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? It's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? It's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? Now. They played that. Now. (laughs) Before you say that. I'm going to say this and and no people I grew up in Medina small community I never heard that because I was always outside at 10 o'clock <laughs> they had to play this for our parents at 10 o'clock after the news was over. No, Just before the news. Them. Before the news. News oh, was at right. 11. They, they, well, that's right. They No, they back in the day, they had a 10 o'clock news that had just started. So they played that right before the 10 o'clock news to remind parents, hey, do you know where your children are at? I do not. Because they locked us out of the house. I don't remember the 10 o'clock news. Well, CBS. You had, weren't there. No. You were outside playing. Yeah, I came. They always made me come in for the 11 o'clock news. Yeah, you were in before 10 o'clock. I don't remember any 10 o'clock. <laughs> Usually Dynasty was on at 10. <laughs> All right. Do you remember this TV series? No. No, I don't either. Emergency. Yes. Randolph Mantooth. (laughs) And who was the guy who ended up in Roadhouse? Oh, shit. What was his name? 
It's a weird name, too. It's uh, a weird name. They're both kind of yeah, odd names. All right, emergency starred. But the cool thing was that show actually, in real life, promoted EMTs. There Kev- was no such thing. Kevin Ty. Yes. Back in the day, there was no such thing as EMTs. Paramedics. Until, yeah, and paramedics. That show literally was happening in real time next to when paramedics were being introduced out in California. So they they put the show out there to kind of like promote the whole idea to the whole nation. It was kind of cool. So there are some positives to the state of California. Um, not many right now. You still have Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. Um, but emergency the neatest thing about emergency was that you're right uh the la fire department came out with this program Mm -hmm. and one of the television writers said hey we need to do a show about this and what was cool was that the the la county fire department was like Yes, we need to get this information out here. We need to to make it so that people understand what this is and the importance of it. Cool as shit. They had the actual, the box that they carried where they, they called into the hospital. Like the, the, like the old school cell phone, basically. Yeah. That was real. That yep. was what they used. And so your EMTs or your paramedics are out there actually talking to a doctor and doing what the doctor doing, tells them to do. They're doing That's triage. Great. They're doing triage on a patient and asking a doctor for their input. Yeah. Which yeah, it was, it was huge, huge back in the day. They had no clue. I mean, then then it was all started. I think it was, I think it was based on the Korean War, the Vietnam War, where like the faster they could get a patient to medical help, the better chance they had to live. And that was kind of the whole basis of EMTs and this whole show emergency. So kind of a cool little bit. Yeah. Alrighty. How about, (laughs) how about this one? No, rotary dial. And how fast could you dial a radio station with a rotary phone Not when you were fast. trying to get tickets for a contest? Not very fast. <laughs> no, not very fast. It sucked. It was bad. Alrighty then. Uh, oh. Here's a catchphrase that you'll probably remember. You're going to need a bigger boat. Jaws. <laughs> yes. What a great film that was. Holy cow. 
the funny thing is about that film was like they wanted to show the shark more but it had so many mechanical problems they couldn't do it and in the end they tried the film really benefited because what you couldn't see scared you more than what you could see right yeah how about oh this is an easy one how about this one Pinball wizard. It's a pinball machine. Yep. And the kids nowadays probably have never heard that sound. Here's a uh, PSA that kids have probably never heard. Is there anyone out there who still isn't clear about what doing drugs does? Okay. Last time. Oh, God. This is the egg. This is your brain. This is drugs. This is your brain on drugs. Any questions? Sounds awesome. <laughs> now we're going to flip over some commercials. How about this one? Oh, God. It certainly is a big bun. It's a very big bun. Big fluffy bun. It's a very big fluffy bun. Where's the beef? Where's the beef? Some hamburger places give you a lot less beef on a lot of bun. Where's the beef? At Wendy's, we serve a hamburger we modestly call a single. And Wendy's single has more beef than the Whopper or Big Mac. At Wendy's, you get more beef and less bun. Hey, where's the beef? I don't think there's anybody back there. You want something better. You're Wendy's kind of people. That was a great commercial. Holy cow. She lived very well off of that commercial. Oh, God, yes. Alrighty. Sound effects from the 70s and early 80s. It's a tough one. X-ray machine. Nah. Cassette tape. Like I said, I couldn't get great sound effects for everything, but you know. Okay. Here, uh, I only have three more left. Here's a TV show that I loved in my youth. Oh, that's, um, National Geographics. No, no. You're close. Is this that thing by Mutual of Omaha? Yes, Mutual okay. of Omaha's. Wild, Wild Kingdom. kingdom. <laughs> what a great intro to a show. And this guy was like the zookeeper for the Minnesota Zoo. Something out, like that. I mean, he's out in the, like, the Sahara doing shit. I'm like, Marlon Perkins. Yes. Remember? <laughs> 
Well, what was cool about him was that he went to all the places to find those animals. Yeah. And he saw them in the wild. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he would still do like little scenes from a zoo where he was sitting in front of the elephant. And then next thing you know, he's out in the middle of a field <laughs> with like 12 elephants behind him. And he's like, I must be very quiet. We don't want to spook these guys. <laughs> All right. 70s kind of psychedelic cartoonish here you go la 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 <laughs> do you remember all four of their names oh hell no Bingo, yeah, legal, yeah, Drooper, and Snork. God. almost think we should do an entire show on the Hanna-Barbera era of TV shows and cartoons. Oh God, that would be hard. Well, or pick out a couple, but I mean, there were so many good ones out there. I mean, you had, oh God, uh, there's so many out there. Oh my God. Flintstones. Meet the Flintstones. No, no, no. That, that, that's not even. No, it, I'm sorry. Not well, that's Hanna Barbera. That's Hanna Barbera. What was the the banana splits? Were, um, oh dear God, I have to find those guys and and pick them out. Um, but they did like um, oh, Sigmund the Sea Monster and uh, Hat Lidsville. Oh, it was what a Hanna. It it is a Hanna Barbera. Oh, okay. Oh, dear God. Okay. So, what are the other ones? What's what's uh, Lidsville and um, now Sid and Marty Croft? I think we could do a whole show on Sid and Marty Croft. Oh, there you go, Sid and Marty Croft Television Productions. You know, those guys were tripping on acid when they were coming up with cartoons and shit for kids. Oh, yeah. Didn't they, sw- oh, yeah. Didn't they switch to just Sids and Croft? Uh, they probably did. But they, they, they did. the Bugaloos. Um, 
uh, HR Puffin stuff. They had some really trippy shit out there. Land of the Lost. Yes, yes. Sigmund <laughs> and the Sea Monster. Sea Monster, yep. All right. I only have one more left. Uh-oh. I think you're going to like this one. I liked it a lot. remember the gong show of course this is sid sid the dancing machine yes no gene gene the dancing machine i am so sorry they would just bring him out the other night when it was all going bad and just bring it on home with this dude chuck barris and that's another whole show we could do because there's some wild shit in that show. Wild and wacky. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Chuck Barris, I mean, you could do a deep dive into Chuck Barris's life. And never come out. <laughs> and we'd probably be banned by the CIA. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, his story is so, it's so out there. Well, it's out there, but it's real. The guy like was with the CIA for real, a CIA operative. <laughs> they made a fucking movie about him. Yeah, really? <laughs> and like. Nobody knew, you know, yeah, he, he was, uh, definitely an interesting cat. (laughs) That's all the sound effects and stuff I have from the past for you. I thought it would just like, give me some like, you know, throwback stuff to, (laughs) So we should do... In 1984, Barris wrote an autobiography, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, which, have you seen the movie? No, I have not. Uh, That he worked for the Central Intelligence Agency as an assassin in the 60s and 70s in Southeast Asia. A 2002 feature film version called Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, starring Drew Barrymore, George Clooney, Julia Roberts, and Sam Rockwell, directed by George Clooney himself. Oh, God. And starring Sam Rockwell as Barris, depicts Barris killing 33 people. Jesus Christ. 
The CIA denies Barris ever worked for them in any capacity after the yeah, release shocker. of the movie. Uh, in an interview on NBC's Today Show in 1984, Barris admitted to having to made up the story. Oh, God, no. He made up the story about the CIA. Oh, my God. This is so great. <laughs> oh, my God. I love this guy. Um, yeah. Uh, anyways, do, do you know how much money he made on the gong show? No, how much? He made over seven million dollars off of the Gong Show. Alone. Dude, that was back in the what nineteen eighty? Yeah, but remember all of the merchandise and shit. He had oh, his God. hand in all of that. I mean, you used to be able to go to Kmart and buy one of the mini gongs with the. Dude, that was 1976 to 1977? Yeah. Dude, that's like like hundreds of millions of dollars today. Holy cow. 76 to 80. Good God. Oh, my God. I love this guy. (laughs) Um... Well, we have some new, (laughs) new stuff to look at now. God. All right. I have stopped sharing my audio so you can start sharing your audio. <laughs> because we can't leave without audio. That's right. <laughs> Let's see here. Go sports. Bottom of the eighth, one out. Arizona is on. Yeah, that is, they're at bat right now. Uh, it is now 11 to 2. 11 to 2. That's a lot of catching up. They could do it, don't get me wrong, but that's a lot of catching up to do. Oh, it's 11 to 2. Two outs. Players on the outside, man. So you got one on first, one on third. We'll see what happens. If they get through the eighth, Closer goes in. We don't have to worry. <laughs> Leclerc will take care of it. Oh, I got I'm loving. Wait, I want this as my bad. Ah, oh, God, I love that song. That was a home run for Arizona. It is now 11 to five. Oh, crap. Oh, shit. Throw your closer in now. Oh, shit. That's bad news, man. That's very bad news. 
Uh, some good music here. What are we doing next week? What do we have on our list? Uh, we have something coming up. Where is my? Where Where are you? Where are you? David Davis Show suggestion list. Uh, oh God, are we doing Christopher Lee? Is that what it is next week? November seventh. Oh no, shit! We don't have. Yeah. We don't have to, but that's what we have written down. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing up our list right now. Suggestion list. Uh, I'm looking at it. Damn. Just did that one. That means Christopher Lee is the next one. I mean, we don't have to, but that's what's listed. We're never doing that one. We're getting rid of that one. Why aren't we doing that one? Because we've never watched the goddamn special on... Wait, hold on. Oh, rank me. Oh, no, we have to. We can do that one. We never did the TV series of History of the World. Neither of us watched that. But we could rank the Mel Brooks films. Correct. All right. We get rid of that. This one needs to move up. (laughs) So, want to talk about Christopher Leo and do something else? Uh, I think we need to do unique holidays next week. All right. Put it up there. To start getting us into. The mood. All right. For the holiday season. Next week is Uh, unique holidays. Bring that to take that to the top. Means that goes there. Okay, wait. We have unique holidays. Chuck Barris. I just put the last two we talked about up top just so we could see them. Is that how we want to go? Holidays, bears, and Christmas. Well, the BS show is the recording of our Christmas show. I don't know if I want to put that there. We may just do a BS show. I want to. We can't say that to our our customers. We can't say that to our group of listeners. It's not bullshit. It's just a random whatever we want to talk about show. That's a bullshit show, dude. We just <laughs> sit there and bullshit with each other. I mean, it's we have, to, we have to tell stories out of school, so be it. But 
I mean, shit, people. We talked about Carl half the time tonight. God, I hope his kid looks at him in a different way now. I think he already does. (laughs) Hey, Kyle, if you want to know some of the better stories, give me a call. (laughs) I'll give you his phone number. Don't worry. We can't hear that shit. Oh, dear Lord. Oh, my God. I do want to do the most annoying songs ever. That has to that has to that has to go to the top of the list. There we go. Well, if it's going at the top. No, not the top. It just it has to be up there. We should still do the Blade Runner comparison. Have you ever seen 2049? You know what? I almost want to do the Blade Runner instead of the Chuck Barris. All right. Hold on. I got it. I got it. Uh, Right there? It moved. Sure. So unique holidays, then Blade Runner, then our Christmas Christmas show. Uh, If we don't do the Christmas show soon, it will not come out before Christmas. Understood. Why do we have BS show? every other week is a BS show. Look at that. <laughs> it's almost like we're kind of uh, organized. Organized? Biopic, Christopher Lee. I don't know when to do that. I think that's not going to be until the, the new year. February. Yeah. That's all right. I want to get natural disasters in. That's fun. That's that's totally a lot of fun. fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I want to add in man-made disasters as well. Oh shit! Just the largest disasters that have ever happened. Oh god, that's a well. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it shouldn't make it too much harder. I could come up with 10. Okay. I mean, the AP, AP explosion in Las Vegas was really good. All the chemicals that kept eagles from having eggs, that was good. Oh, um, you know what? I think we need to keep that separate. We'll do natural disasters, but we'll also do man-made disasters in a different show. Okay. Fair enough. Because we've been really good at some man-made disasters. Oh, no. We've been all right. Yeah. I mean, even if tsunami hit a nuclear power plant, I'd still consider that a man-made disaster. I would, too. What what are those islands in the South Pacific that we totally fucking ruined with nuclear experiments? Uh, the, the, uh, the 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 something atoll. Uh, the beginning atoll. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. 
where they say that it probably can't be inhabited for 200 more years. It's just a test. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. Don't worry. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, we've had a lot of fun here. Let me uh, have some. I had a great time tonight. Why did it stop? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that was weird. That was weird. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Davisonddavisshow.com. Or go to the davisonddavisshow.com and get some really cool merchandise. Christmas is coming up. Get your favorite person a cool ass hoodie for Damn. someone you love. If you go to the Davis and Davis Show dot if you go to Davis and Davis Show dot com, you can find the address for the Davis for Davis and Davis Show for our fucking show, okay? And our email send us fucking send us gifts or uh, or suggestions. What do you want to hear? We want to know. What do you want to hear? Yeah, send us some know. send us well, some goodies. We you want can to send that to our email, Scott at scottdavislighting.com. And Burke at Burke at, at well, I don't even know what my email is. Actually, it's it's Burke at davisonddavisshow.com and Scott oh, easy? at davisonddavisshow.com. Oh, okay, that's easy. I like that. Yeah. All right. Send us an email. Let's go. All right. Hope you had a good time. We bullshitted a lot. I need to get out of here. It's 10 o'clock. The Rangers have two people on bases. It's oh, the God. top of the ninth. I got to go oh, watch God. this. <laughs> Enjoy. about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.